All right, good morning, Little Rock. Grab your coffee, get jacked up. It's time for another episode of the Block Talk Podcast. I'm Jamie Taylor, and I'm here with my friend Giovanni Leva. Yes. How are you this morning? Very good. Excellent. Excited and, and happy to be present. Yes, and welcome to the show. Everyone knows I usually drink out of that cool mug, but yeah. um, got to make an exception for the best coffee in town and to hang out with my friend. Yes. And hear your story. You have such an incredible story. So Aww. first... How we met, honestly, I'll tell you that I knew who you were from going to Nexus mm-hmm. all the time and seeing your brand. Um, then I'd get behind you in the school line sometimes and I'd kind of <laughs> see you around town. And so as time went on, I wanted to know more about you, but it wasn't until I was involved in a venture right, recently right, right. where I got to meet you. And so I really just want to dive in from the point of like, hey, you're in Little Rock. You've created this massive brand. Everybody now knows who you, you mm-hmm. are, but that's not how it started. Right, so right, right. I want to get right to the beginning of your okay. story. Well, you know, um, it's been one of those things that uh, God has allowed me to be a part of and be a, and just be a member of what he has allowed me to be from the get-go. It all started with a simple magical dream that started uh, when I was seven years old. And it started that uh, one day, um, first of all, I'm born and raised in Guatemala, um, probably Guatemalan. I, I love the fact that God has allowed me to be here to represent uh, my people, my country. And Guatemala is just a gorgeous place and it needs to be uh, represented in many possible ways. So born and raised in Guatemala and I'm uh, out of a small village in Guatemala. Close to at that time was about maybe 32, 2800 people. A remote place. Only four by fours can get up there. There was no roads. Uh, You had to walk everywhere, uh, mud piles everywhere, no running water, no electricity. It's a big contrast. Right. And I grew up between there and the city of Guatemala, uh, Guatemala City. But at seven years old, I had this dream that uh, one day I would come to the United States um, and that I would learn English. I would learn learn computers. I love technology. I've always loved technology. And technology is my first love. and after I do that, I will go back to Guatemala and start a business that will help pastors access technology. That is the smartest thought, though, for a seven-year-old ever to have, right? <laughs> I mean, so I'm sure it wasn't like all the way planned out, right, but you definitely exactly. knew you wanted yeah, to go somewhere. Right, you wanted to I get, wanted to do somewhere. Yeah, I wanted to do something different. I've always, uh, I always wanted to be uh, to stand out. I always wanted to be that different kid um, because from the very beginning, I understood that um, God had created me for a purpose. And I was unique and there was nobody else in the world like me. And therefore, since nobody else in the world like me, I had to do things that nobody else had done. And so that really started the process in my head. And so seven years old, I had this thought, I'm going to do this. And I went to my parents and my parents are like, "I yeah. You are seven. Yeah. And besides that, uh, you kind of forget where you are. And you kind of forget that only the richest of the richest of the richest of the wealthiest of the wealthiest go to America. Nobody else gets to go to America. Um, and I'm like, but mom and dad, I got to go. And they're like, sure, let's keep on going. Keep on studying and everything. So the, to just to give you a, uh, how, uh, a way to, to get equal uh, thought on here, it would be like you and I thinking that we're going to go with Elon Musk on the next SpaceX to the space station. 
That's literally how impossible it was. Same chances. But, you know, just like every great man that has had a thought, um, it all starts with a simple thought and it all starts with, you know, with determination and intention to do that. So fast forward that to I'm 18 years old, um, just turned 18. I uh, learned a couple of words of English and I might find myself on Little Rock um, (laughs) flying by myself. in Little Rock, not knowing any English, with my parents' life savings of $20, a shoebox of belongings and the clothes on my back and all the desires and and uh, want to succeed at every level that I can go. And I get to ULR and ULR says, sorry, yes, your grades are amazing. Uh, Cause I was, I went and I really went into school and I graduated with uh, high degrees in Guatemala, but high honors in Guatemala. But they were like, not, not good enough because you don't know any English and we can't put you in school. And so um, that turned into, I said, OK, so what does that mean? They're like, well, we can't go to school. And if you can't go to school, you can't have a student visa. And if you don't have a student visa, you got to go back. And so <clears throat> I said, OK, well, what is what do I have to do? What does that and they like? said, if you learn English by the next semester, you can enroll and you will have to enroll immediately in some sort of english learning and i said done give me six months and i'm going to be in school you said no i said i can't and then in eight months i was fluent i love that eight months i was fluent in english i went from learning a few words to completely fluency i was translating at that point um i went to mission trips to translate i was going to i was hanging out with every person that i could to and so right i completely Mm -hmm. immersed myself so i learned english i went on to graduate uh from pulaski tech with a 4.0 with an honor society the very first international student to graduate from pulaski tech i ended up graduating there i ended up uh, meeting the woman of my dreams uh on the last semester um we ended up uh i ended up being able to stay here because i got a job as a computer programmer and we marry uh soon after that um, and my life literally went from the college kid with the dreams of this $20 to now I have an opportunity to fly and fly high. Pause. Okay. Actually, you started as a seven-year-old boy yeah. thinking. So actually, the dreams were realized <laughs> right. way early on in this journey. Right, so before right. we move to the chapter of, okay, now I've got what I need. I'm going to give the world something to really look at and be right, proud right. of. You actually stop along the way, achieve your dream. Right, right, and right. then you're like, all right, what else can I do? <laughs> so I want to stop and point that out, though, yeah. because you also landed somewhere. The determination, the sheer, I've done that before. I'm actually in the middle of that yeah. now. When you make a determination of, I'm going to learn a new mm-hmm. language, people are like, why? Because I want to do this thing. I have to figure this right, out. Right, right. So the adversity that you face is one thing, but when you start hitting the challenges, you start mm-hmm, having to run mm-hmm. through walls. In those moments, is there ever something that you can say, concrete, that you go back to every time? I fall apart. How do yes. I put it back together? Because you didn't meet your wife yet. Right, <laughs> so, no, yeah, right. so before her, how did you, what did you do when you broke down and um, then we'll go back into computer well, programming? <laughs> I can't believe you asked that because I, I missed that part. I used to miss him leaving Guatemala um, and I'm going to get a little emotional here because living in Guatemala um, was probably one of the hardest things I've ever done. But I knew that, um, you know, anything that is worthwhile is, is, is a challenge, right? Difficult. Um, but I knew that um, 
that I had a dream that was bigger than me and I just didn't know what it was. I just knew I had. And like it goes all back to um, Psalms 139 says that you were created in your mother's womb and you were knitted together. And then at the end of it, he said, every day of your life was written down and that you were created for good works, which he prepared in advance for you to do. And I just knew I had good works prepared. And so when you ask me what I did when I fell asleep crying, um, after studying from uh, 8 a.m. to 2 a.m. in the morning and then fall asleep crying because I couldn't learn English and I couldn't speak and I was in this world and I was like, maybe this was just a big mistake. Maybe I couldn't talk to my parents because you couldn't call. And um, what I did is I go back to that. I go back. I, this is bigger than me. Maybe, maybe just maybe if I just step back and go, this is just beyond me, and I just choose to believe that. Um, maybe that can tarry. And so for three to three to five months, that's literally what I did every single night. And my mom would uh, actually we talked about this all the time. And my mom actually cried to my dad and said, "You gotta bring him back." But what happened is we didn't have any money. My parents gave all their money so that I could come here. So they, my dad was like, I literally have no money to buy him a ticket. So there's just no way he can come back. So three months of that is what, um, so when I, when things go back uh, hard and they get hard really quite often, um, I go back to that. The, you know, see our life is, our purpose in life is not to, to be a reservoir, but to be a river and to be a, uh, to be a, a this beautiful uh, waterfall it just splashes everybody around you. But what's important is to know what's inside of you. So the, you know, whatever is on inside of you comes out at, at some point. So if yeah. you squeeze an apple, you're gonna get apple juice. Um, so all you gotta do is focus on what's inside of you. Yeah. And so my relationship with God was really important for me. Um, I really became, um, it really became clear that that was the only way I was going to be able to succeed. Uh, at any level and stay level at every level and stay balanced at every level. Um, and so I started, uh, I was like, okay, well, listen, if I'm going to die, I might as well die trying swimming. And if I died, might as well die giving it all I got. So that's where I decided, okay, well, I'm going to just achieve as fast as I can achieve and um and see if maybe this is something to do and along the way i'll get to help people um and so my getting help and, and wanting to help back to the village has always been there it's always been a part of what i do because when you focus on other people's problems your problems seem to go down dissipate right so that's one thing that now you've got all the success and you've built through the adversity. And I think that's mm -hmm. so important because, first of all, more adversity and applause to you for pushing through all of that. But also breaking barriers in a place like you mm -hmm. talked about when you when you land in Little Rock and you have nothing but twenty dollars and you've built what you built, mm -hmm. the lack of access in the beginning. But look at what you've built from there right, and look right. what you've inspired to take place for other people to have access to that. Right. And that goes back to what your access brings to Guatemala. So. Go from here. Now you've married your beautiful wife. Yes. And I, I know you guys have kids bride. and stuff. So, yes. yeah. Tell me the story of your, you know, the, the easy part, falling in love, building a family. <laughs> well, it was really easy. Uh, it was, uh, I saw her walking by and I literally was like, oh, my I word. I feel like you have a direct line to God or something. You're like, <laughs> I do. ding. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, that's my wife. That's my uh, business. That's <laughs> I literally saw her and I was like, all right, can we make this one happen? Can we marry? <laughs> 
Can I just ask one and that's it? I'm done. I'm done. You know, just make her. And uh, it was really um, love uh, first sight, really. I mean, we really fell in love quickly. Uh, really knew. I, I told her, I said, I know you're going to be my wife for a week after I met you. And I told her. I said, you're going to be my wife. You're going to make she, me cry like over and over <laughs> again this morning. Goodness gracious. And then she goes, I have no clue what to say at that moment. And I didn't know if I should run away or if I should stay. And so I just stayed because I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> and uh, so Elena and I have just uh, celebrated 20 years of marriage. So Congratulations. It's been, uh, thank you. It's been the most amazing 20 years of our life together. We've been together longer than apart. And um, I love her today more than I ever lo love her because of the amazing human being that she is, the powerful spirit that she is, the connection with the Lord that she is, the mom, the business partner, the the tap on your back, and the lovely, beautiful woman that she's in the outside. Uh, just happens to be the cherry on the uh, on the cake. Of <laughs> so uh, we ended up getting married. We ended up having two boys, and then business starts. Uh, so. I'll tell you, I'll, let me go back a little bit because we get married and I do programming and I went from, you know, those, um, I think I ended up making, I, they gave me a thousand dollar sign up bonus uh, to, um, in 14 years, I ended up uh, helping this company um, write over 75% of their code. Um, I ended up um, helping them um, translate things into Spanish and English. I helped train people. I traveled to California, I traveled to all the parts of the, the country, helping lead trainings. I would write software and I would do that. And I became really good friends with Troy and um, Troy, Mike and Craig were really, really uh, imperative to this whole thing. So I'm making, um, I'm living an awesome life, if you will, had the American dream over and over. Uh, but I will go home every year because I miss my beautiful country, Guatemala, and my entire family lives over there. So I will go home, and um, every time I will go home, I will throw this huge party for the village. And a lot of times, the only meat that they would eat would be that time of the year because there was not everything else was rice, uh, rice and beans, and little, very little red meat. And so we would throw this in grill, this huge grill party, uh, party for the kids. And so I started taking my kids down there. And one day I am uh, take my kids one trip and I have my oldest, Elijah. And Elijah's playing with the kids. We're having this um, piñata. And then during this time, I'm giving them some uh, gifts that I brought. And I see Elijah among all these other kids. And I see eyes. And I just see this beautiful set of eyes, brown, shiny eyes with these huge smiles. And I go, oh my gosh, my Elijah's future looks completely different than all these other kids. And they're all identical in their eyes and their soul, but have no chance to have a better future. And that is the moment that I decided, OMG, I now know why I was brought to the States because I knew that at that point, what had happened to me I now had to do in them. So I, at that moment, I decided that the rest of my life was going to be dedicated to give chances to a better future to anyone that I come in contact with. 
And so my vision for the world is to create these spaces where I can enlighten people to get connected with the amazing, beautiful creation that God has created them to be and then go impact the world in their own way. And so uh, that moment I decided, okay, what these people need is they need a sustainable market. What these people need is they need them, somebody to help them here now and to allow them to have opportunities for a better future. You know, Michelangelo said the best way to criticize is by creating. And I said, the market is broken. The market is completely broken. So the only one is if it's going to be, it's going to be up to me. And I'm going to be the one that is going to change this. And so I'm going to infect everybody around me to believe that we can do this. And so my goal from that day, it was the birth of Levis. On the way back, I read a proverb that says, the Chinese proverb in a magazine that says, if you give a man a fish, you will feed him for a day. But if you teach him how to fish, you will feed him for a lifetime. That was that's exactly what happened to me. So I understood at that point that the only way to eradicate poverty at any level of your life is through educating capitalize. And so I was like, okay, that's it. So on a napkin, I wrote the vision of Levas, and that was to eradicate poverty, to break cycles of poverty and to eradicate poverty one cup at a time through giving opportunities for a better future. So I started with 50 bags of coffee that we brought because my family grows coffee. We've been in the coffee industry for over 100 years. Yeah, this is like another pivot point where yes. I get to say, hold on a second here. <laughs> because <laughs> yes. you literally come in, you you realize your dream, then you double down on your dream, marry a beautiful woman, have two children, take your kids back home to see your family, realize that there's another calling, figure out you have to come home and learn a whole new set of skills. Right. And you have a background and basis in it just because of where your family started. Mm -hmm. And we'll get there in just a second. But I think what you just said was so key because again, we go back to all this opportunity Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This opportunity to land somewhere, even if you have nothing. Right. This opportunity to come from a very difficult position mm -hmm. and triumph to another mm -hmm. one. And for you, it's all connected through the journey that mm -hmm. you are meant to take. Mm -hmm. And that's how you feel about all right. of humanity. So that's it's just exactly. kind of crazy to me because I feel like you're very, yes, please infect me with the same thing. I'm like, <laughs> I want the same, exact, I'm going to go change right. the world when we leave. Yeah, so let's right. get going. Okay. Uh -huh. so, <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's so how me. does coffee come about? I mean, when you're writing this vision, have you always... Coffee's always been no. in your family, or well, right, coffee's. So we've grown coffee for over hundred years. My grandfather, great grandfather, obviously, my grandfather got it from. Um, my grandfather has been growing coffee, learning from his dad. He ends up with this farm that we have now. It's only about ten acres. Has been in our family. My grandmother, abuela Reina, that's her name, Reina, is queen, and that therefore uh, go on. That's the whole crown and ask. all that. Um, that's beautiful. As in honor of that amazing woman that I get to call uh, Abuela. Um, she says that it was back in the 30s. Back in the 30s. But she says it's longer than that. She's like, I really don't remember. As far as I can tell, it's somewhere in there. So uh, we figured out it's close to 100 years somewhere in there uh, that we've been growing coffee. And so we grow coffee. We we give it to the uh, to the middleman who gives it to another middleman, and we never never knew where our coffee went, and so we just did it because that's what we did, and that's what a lot of people do. A lot of places do it. They just do it because they do it, and that's it. There's nothing, no reason why. It's just it. And so uh, I know we have coffee, and I always loved coffee, but coffee had coffee was never a thought. We when you grow up in the coffee industry up to this point. <laughs> Because I we've changing that is coffee is just like something that you do because you have to not something because you get or you get really proud of doing. And so uh, coffee was never a thought. 
coffee was never in and right now to be honest with you i could easily be selling cups i could easily be selling rocks i could it the the, the commodity means nothing yeah to economics me. work, work around and selling right, anything exactly right, right. you're a bilingual computer programmer right For you, you're gonna been, solve right, problems exactly, in front of you right. right it couldn't be anything at this point um yeah. because my center is not in the commodity my center is not in that but it is does that make sense? Well, yeah, because it's there and it was a resource right. that you could literally pivot on right. that you could sit here and go, oh, wait, wait, now I've got all this knowledge of technology and business and education and things right. I can distribute. And this could help my village because it's centered there. Right. And when I come visit, I can oversee this. I can grow. It. Oh, I that entrepreneurial thing. Like once you got it. Oh, yeah. And wow. there is a huge uh, there is a huge phrase that I've <laughs> that I get to uh, to center a lot of things. And it's what if what if I can. So my thought was, what if? instead of them selling their coffee like they do right now because they have to, what if I could virtually bring him to America and we could trade like they were sitting next to me and I could trade coffee just like that with them and take out everybody in, in the, the middle, middle and go directly to the consumer. And then now I can create a win-win situation because let me tell you something, the coffee you're drinking right now, um, this coffee literally has no hands but my parents in my hands and you get to the benefit of going from farm to cup so you benefit from that so i created value for that and in exchange for that you're creating a sustainable market for somebody then now guess what doesn't have to leave Guatemala. doesn't have to leave their family to go work, look for work because now they have a way to get to be secure in their work, to have uh, to be proud of what they do because they know that their work is actually benefiting the people that they actually can see. My grandfather once said, I would love to shake the hands of the people that drink my coffee. And guess what? Yeah, I can. get to embody that. Yeah, I get to embody that. And there's no greater joy that to know that the work that we do is in, is directly affecting somebody else. Well, you're looking at a bunch more Elijahs now. Right. Because there are so many more opportunities for all of those kids. They have right. places to work. Right. Crafts yeah. to come up with. And right. people forget when you create a company, right. it isn't just about the coffee. It's not just no. about the farming. Right. It's about the distribution and the packaging and the people mm -hmm. who you have to hire and the branding and the marketing and the, who are you going right. to sell this to. Right. And look at the combination of what you've done just in one coffee shop in Little right. Rock that exactly. I know of. Right. We're, exactly. And it's... you have coffee going around the whole entire <laughs> world. <laughs> yeah, so now we get to share coffee with a lot of different people and we get to do more. Like we get to a love for everybody to get a to get a labels uh, in their uh, mailbox every single month. Why? Because, you know, they don't have to worry about where that coffee is coming from. They know that that's taken care of. They don't have to worry about uh, when it's roasted. They don't have to worry about is it being fair? Is it being treated? No, I know exactly what it's doing. We're creating schools. We're, we're building futures. We eradicating spiritual, emotionally and uh, educational poverty. We're completely, and I love the word eradication. I love words, by the way. Yeah, they're good I containers. Told you, uh, yeah. I told you earlier <laughs> what they are. They're a container, and er eradication gives me a clear picture of what it is. Eradicating, get rid of you it. completely get rid of And what that means is when you cut a weed, the root is still in there, but it's gone. But what happens is if you eradicate it, that weed no longer can be in there. And so that's what the eradication work came from for me. And so, um, so that's where uh, Labus is, 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 is about uh, creating communities, about eradication of poverty, it's about giving opportunities, about creating possibilities where there's no possibilities, about 
doing things that you dare to do because you thought, why not? Yeah. Why can't it be done? And why, why shouldn't it be done? And now, listen, now I get to have conversation, conversations with people, with amazing people like you that we get to talk over coffee. I wouldn't have been able to do that uh, any other way. Coffee gets away to bring people together. And it is the second most drank beverage in the world. And why shouldn't we use it for its power that it has rather than just being this warm cup uh, water that we drink and we hope it gives us energy. And then uh, everybody that, it's, that produces has no way to play. And I was like, no, we gotta make it fair so that everybody plays. You play, I play, and we will benefit in the meantime. And so that is what Leva's stands for. Leva's stands for this movement of being able to change the world one cup at a time and that's what we every cup empowers my my goal is that every time you drink labels you feel empowered to go change the world in whatever shape and form that you choose to because only you can change the world like only you can yeah because there's everybody else is already taken. <laughs> FYI. It's funny that you're saying this too, because when you sat down and you were talking to me earlier about your story and I was like, wait, wait, we're going to record. Um, it was because in my whole, I got very emotional listening to you talk because I was thinking about, you know, I hear that a lot when I go out, people are like, how could you just give up this or change that and just do whatever you want to do? Don't mm -hmm. you worry about what people think? Doesn't that make you feel like people might mm -hmm. judge you for that? I don't really care. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, I get one life. Right. I have this I have this hourglass going down. I have no idea right. how much is in the top. I don't know when it's going to end. And I have just only so much time. Right. So every day I have to look at what opportunities are in front of me right. and how much can those opportunities impact the world around me? Because like you said, God will or the universe, however you believe, is going to reach out to you matter. and say, yeah. hey, I only have you to yeah. do this. So you either do it or you don't. Yeah. But your impact is going to rely on whether right. or not you make the choice to run through a wall, right. move to the United States, graduate with your degree right. from Pulaski Tech, right. marry your wife, have your right. two kids, build a computer programming company, and build a company. Right. Sorry, you've done a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I've been busy a little bit. Right. Um, but you've got to talk to me a little bit about how this goes from here, though, because now you're in a situation where a couple questions. One, why Little Rock in the sense that you started yeah. here, you've built it here. I could see the loyalty there, but I'm curious, and I want you to kind of express how you feel about the city and kind of where, right. you know, where you're right, at right, now. Right. And then also what's next? Uh, yeah. So um, let me uh, give you a little bit of more on that, on the idea of the uniqueness, because I think it, it would really support you in this is thinking of a prism um, and, and shining that glass over the, over the sunrise and how the different aspects of the rainbow come about. Um, because every the, the same is the same light hitting it. But when it hits it at a different angle, it shines completely different. So my world and my circle of influence is completely different than yours. So my job is to change this circle of influence the way that I was designing to do. And then if you do that and then our circle joins together, that's how we change the world. Yeah. And that's how the world will become a better place. It is not you going out there and fighting for your own and staking your own ground. But it is you with a purpose of carrying this flag that would infect other people to do the exact same thing. And then if we all hourly coming out of pure love to love each other and to be able to to just shine the world, shine that light through our angle, then we get to change the world together. And that's what the beautiful part about working together to change the world. And then we get to do things like this. So now. I get to to share the coffee with 
anybody that I can get my that I can do it, but also, uh, you know, in the world. So we ship coffee from Little Rock. So let me just I've traveled <laughs> a little bit in the United States and there's no place like Little Rock, really. <laughs> Little Rock is just gorgeous. <laughs> it is it's so natural. Listen up. <laughs> Although, by the way, I hate policies. Let me just tell you that. I hate yeah. policies. I hate being green. Mr. Green can go away because I really hate being green. So I hate policies and I hate human days by far. But <laughs> besides that, human days are very difficult around are really here. Difficult, but but so policies are gorgeous. Oh, they're beautiful. Right. So a uh, beautiful city. You can get anywhere in the world from here. One stop away. You don't have to deal with the traffic of going to place to place. Uh, people are just so lovely. They're so genuine. They're all really, really uh, get the spirit of hospitality. Um, and so I love those for those aspects. I love Little Rock. And so when you think of, okay, so where else could I have done this? I could have done it almost anywhere at this point because I can. It, it, it well, can you are not going to not do it. Right, anyway, exactly. So, yeah. But at the same time, I thought, man, what if I could just stay where I started, where it all started? And so uh, my love for Little Rock is is always been there uh, from here. Uh, my goal uh, for the city of Little Rock or my vision for the city of Little Rock is for us to be a destination of and it would be the mecca of coffee. I, you know, I, I don't know, but what if I could? What if we can? Well, if you what? say it, I'm going right. to probably subscribe to that because, well, and right. it's, but you said earlier, real quickly before you say that, that you said when we met the first time that linking arms with like-minded people to influence the world around us is honestly your goal. And I remember right. that I remembered the sentence verbatim because I was thinking, that's what I want to do. And right. an interesting piece of that was we did have a person in common that right. like you guys literally had not met. And I'm like, how do you guys not meet? You have right. such similar backgrounds and stories. Right. And it's just interesting what you said, because you put yes. these people in together because their prism shine right. in ratio to each other. And then boom, all of a sudden and there's a boom. brighter light. Right. And I'm light. so excited to see what this looks like right. in 10 Correct. or 15 years when we do an anniversary episode right exactly, <laughs> exactly. when we're talking about the coffee world it, headquarters yeah, down here in little rock exactly <laughs> when we come to my headquarters and we do it out of the headquarters out there absolutely yeah. but that's what i want i want people to when they go and travel and they make their plans they're gonna go oh my gosh you gotta stop in little rock yeah. if you love coffee you gotta stop in little rock and you gotta stop in levas and all this that's that's my vision. I think we can already do that because we'll just tell them on the block talk, all of our listeners, everybody come to Little Rock <laughs> yeah, and exactly. just come have, yeah. And come just have, have coffee. coffee. Yep. Let's just have a big we'll coffee party and we have a coffee well, festivals right, and, yep. exactly. Coffee <laughs> festivals, why not come? Why not have a world championship here one day? I don't know. I'm about to go down to the Plaza Frida and ask them if we can throw uh, a festival. Why not? <laughs> we got to. I mean, and you know, it's just beneficial for all of us to it do is. that. And then we have so many families here from all over the coffee regions of the world. What if we could just find Leva's families all over the world and we can start and Leva's can be the gateway for all these families and being able to shine their story through all of the coffee. Industry. Okay, but that's so. where I get really excited because like you said, this business and, and same, I feel the same way that business encompasses other businesses. Right, right. So it's not just the coffee. When you go back to these villages or places that mm -hmm. need opportunities extended to them, you're giving them an opportunity because you're giving them access to something and it doesn't have to be coffee. No. Their family could make something entirely different, entirely, totally different. And yes. it's funny to me too, because some of the things that come here art-wise and furniture-wise, mm -hmm. I mean, from other from all these different regions that you're talking about, they're beautiful. And right. we want to see more of that culture. Right. And, and so, yeah, I love your vision. For right. And that so would be, excited. yeah, exactly. Can you imagine if you're like a center point, a hub to, to go out that way? And because everything comes in and goes and reacts back outside. You know, the, the universe, you were talking about the universe. The universe gets, gives you back whatever you put in. 
So if you put in, um, you know, negativity is going to give you back negativity. It's, it literally bounces back at you. And so that's what I chose to do. Okay, screw this. Well, I'm just going to try to do and go for the best of the best. And I tell my wife, I said, I tell this quite often. I say, honey, you're going to see me die with a bullet on my chest. You're not going to see me die with a bullet on my back. I'd rather go for it and fight for everything that we got. And this is where the drive throughs came. So that was the idea of the drive throughs I said, you know what? Let's just go give it all we got. What the heck? And if we, let's just go for it. Yeah. And, uh, and find out what we can and we can do. And then we shift and we pivot it. But at least we know we gave it. And we're, we're going to at least figure out how to ride this bike. And we might get scraped out a couple of times. But afterwards, imagine we're going to do wheelies. And that's what I'll see myself doing those wheelies on down the you street. You have the best analogies. <laughs> you have the best analogies. I bet you wish you would have rode a bike here too. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right over right. And that's the thing that really gets me is I literally, I mean, looking in the mirror this morning, no joke. I mean, I, and you know, I don't script this show. It's always right. conversational. I just want to get your story and I want to yeah. share with you and hear mm -hmm. from you. And I'm literally like in my own world. How can I make the world a better place? How can I make this work for me? What can I put out there to get yeah, it back yeah. good? And it's just so nice to hear that just infectious energy. And it's like what you said, you can completely infect other people right. with that excitement and with that. The what you've done is you've created a template right. for other people to say, it doesn't matter if I come from struggle. It doesn't matter if I don't even speak your language. No, it does not matter at all. It doesn't I can matter. Do I am meant to it do. It doesn't matter. Um, and it doesn't matter what you look like it doesn't matter where you came from it doesn't matter if you were born uh, with it or without it it doesn't matter what part of the world you were born as long as it matters here this is why dreams have to drive your life because whatever you say here is possible and that is the biggest superpower that the Lord has given each of us is our minds. The problem is our minds are being taken and being uh, being uh, driven by somebody else. And when we take ownership of our minds, we disconnect from the matrix. Literally, that's probably the easiest way that I can put that. Everybody but needs to disconnect. Yeah, disconnect from the matrix in a way that we can actually uh, live the life of intention live the life of purpose, live the life of being able to be a source and being an input into the world rather than just sitting and taking it in. Okay. Well, before I start crying some more, <laughs> we're going to move on to <laughs> just kidding. But you know what? Thank you for coming on the show and for sharing all of this with me, because I think what's missing a lot in this current situation is everyone's so distracted by the next thing of the moment. Mm -hmm. And this is happening and that's happening. And there's so much attraction on all the bad things that are happening. Mm -hmm. And it's so rare to hear and listen to and focus on the story of somebody who has literally no, in the beginning, nothing. You started with nothing. Mm -hmm. And we're born into, at least in the United States, so much wealth. Yes. So much wealth. There is running water. There's plumbing for most of us always. Right. Our whole lives. Electricity doesn't even, I don't think twice about it. So it's fun for me to watch something like this happen and be able to try with everything I have to get it out there louder and bigger and amplify it and see yes. what I can do to help as well right. encourage your dreams. So drive throughs Tell me about Levis Express. Yes. So I'll tell you about Levis Express. Levis Express started with, uh, again, one of those, what if I could uh, <laughs> Why not? moments. Why not? And then let me just uh, um, back up real quick to what we've done at the village. So 
the village went from being 1800s America to about three years ago, we got electricity to us forming a nonprofit that is coffee for, uh, for education that we educate the village now. Uh, we went from our my bedroom turned into a school. We have a school now and we educate kids via Skype. So we've been doing Zoom and virtual schools before it was cool. Yeah, uh, it was never cool. Just FYI, it's a necessary platform, right? And so and it's done down. And so there's a nonprofit um, that is, uh, if you go to our website, uh, there is a, a coffee for education. And, and we formed this whole completely nonprofit that it's because we labels are a for profit business. And we didn't want this whole thing. Well, you're doing this and that for this. No, we're a for-profit business and we're in, we want to bring you the best cup of coffee of the cup of excellence to your doorstep. And our intention is to use every bit of the, that we do and, and do it with excellence at every moment that we do it. And so that's where Levis Express comes. Levis Express is our way to get into the into the serving by the cup and uh, and allow us to show you how we as a family believe in excellence in hospitality and give you the best cup of coffee that we can make ourselves with the beans that we're given so that your day can be brightened. I'm seriously so excited for this. And yeah. where am I going? Because it's coming up pretty quick, yeah, too. Yeah, so it's, it, our, uh, it's within two weeks. We're, we're waiting for the city to give us a you know, uh, approval. So city, if you're listening, please Frank. hurry up. Um, <laughs> can we get the, can we get, a can we get the office of health department to quickly come by, please? Uh, no, that's a, um, so we're waiting for those things. And then uh, we will have it in West Little Rock. It's going to be over there uh, by the Bank of the Ozarks uh, on Cantrell. Mm-hmm. You know, West, I've always thought if I was going to do something, I need to bring it to West Little Rock because West Little Rock doesn't have coffee up there. And we needed something. So, uh, there, and there's right? a few other areas of the city, and now you're in trouble because the whole yes. thing with these, you and your why nots is I have those same problems, <laughs> and I'm gonna why not live as Express all over right. town. So. Because, you know, at this point, <laughs> you already know I've been calling you anyways right. about other ventures, right. so I'm gonna so, keep after it. <laughs> right. And we have our goal is to have it all over the city mm-hmm. because I want to touch as many as many lives as possible, and I wanna I wanna share coffee the way my family share coffee in Guatemala. And when you and I want to invite you to my living room, I want you to come and have coffee with me. And this express is just for us to get to know quickly, get to know each other. And then when we have our warehouse and we have our coffee shop where we're going to be able to sit and we'll have this beautiful Mecca that I told you about coffee, that it will come at some point. I don't know if my sons are going to be the ones, but who the heck cares? No, I just got to have the we vision. Five years, uh, we're good. Right. <laughs> and, and so when you and I can have that and then we can have these gatherings over there and it's all going to be watching and celebrating all the benefits that we brought to many people around the globe and being able to have people from all over the world come and actually get to meet these people, shake the hands of those people. That's that's where I'm going uh, with this. So Levis Express was on my way to say, hey, I want to be present in the coffee industry and I'm just going to do it from this angle. I'm not competing with directly competing with anybody because I'm not here to compete. I'm just here to create because that's the way I'm going to criticize is by creating and I'm just going to do it from my angle and I'm here to do it with everything that I got and with uh, all the the possibilities that I can think of doing it for uh, the benefit of everyone that surrounds us. 
Well, I can't thank you enough for sharing your story with me and with our listeners, because for me, I feel like I've not only heard an incredible story of triumph over adversity, of innovation through trials, but also, oh, and I have a new word for you. This is one of my favorites. It's yeah. called coopetition. Coopetition. Like a few years ago, when I got into the real estate industry, I felt like it was so oversaturated and so competitive. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I was like, why can't we cooperate? And then I was like, wait, we could coopetition because co-op-tition. there nice is, one. if you're- Oh, I love that one. I'm borrowing that I wanted yes. to give you a container. Yeah, so like, <laughs> I love that one. I can already- picture is so you're gonna take this yes. is for you thank you for coming on the yes, show yes but that's you. literally i thrive on there you go i thrive on the coopetition and i'm so grateful for the opportunity yes. to link arms with you and see what we can do together and so before we sign off i do want you to get that website out real quick if you okay. put your website out and then also um the oh you already gave me the location i'm going to the bank OZK, and i'm gonna find right so you're just gonna <laughs> look for Express. right you're just gonna look for the mecca the OZK bill no i'll just go out and go yeah and there's a coffee and you'll find us uh you'll be right there it will be obvious you'll see the crown you'll see grandma being represented by the big old crown somewhere so we'll be there um so our website is Leva's coffee and Leva's is my last name is Leva and it's l-e-i-v-a and it's pronounced like lame back Leva's coffee. yeah it's a super laid-back vision that you have too <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> super laid-back just one hour <laughs> yeah well this has been an incredibly wonderful Thank pleasure to, you, to meet Jamie. you and then get yes. to know, get to know you so i know that the the premise of our show is people is to add value to the block of time that people share with us to listen mm. to these stories and you have added an incredible amount of value thank so you. thank My you for pleasure. being here so we'll put this out um and everybody will be able to visit your website by clicking on the link below and everything will uh we'll just i don't even know what to say because i'm scared to see what happens from here <laughs> i mean i, I want to say like we'll see you at the coffee mecca but then right. i'm afraid in two years it'll literally you know, it'll be, be a coffee something. mecca and i'll be like where's my new studio at the coffee mecca right. so come join me over here yeah thank I, you for being here and well, i'll get to do this often let's do it more and oh, yeah. let's just have more conversations about this and uh, empowering more people and like i tell you i uh, appreciate you letting me have a venue by which i can at least enlighten somebody today um, by choosing to go after their dreams because their dreams are worth living and they're way more than possible as you have yes. exhibited so Absolutely. you did just give me a sign off then so we'll see you guys at the coffee mecca and Absolutely. giovanni will probably have his own podcast where he has conversations <laughs> over coffee over so coffee <laughs> there yes you go. yeah there you anyway, go little rock thanks for tuning in with Thank your you block guys. of time and we will see you next time thank block you. talk signing off <laughs>